Hello and welcome to an episode of Not a Pyramid Scheme. Hi. We hope you enjoyed that first official iteration of our new theme tune performed composed live. and performed live by Mike. Yeah, and the reason I performed it live is uh, because it, it, it's not really because I, I have any kind of belief in like music being important to be live. It's, it's really just because I didn't want to have to edit it in. Yeah. We're very and, efficient like that. And I'm Labor quite saving. good at playing an A minor 7 chord, so... Oh, shit. You've told people what it is. Now they can plagiarize our theme tune. Yeah, tunes. I know. I've, I've now provided the complete sheet music <laughs> to our theme tune. Play an A minor 7 chord and then sing the word I. Yeah, but like gravelly. Yeah, yeah, obviously. You, you need the like right... Cookie Monster! <laughs> um, nom, 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 nom. All right. Now that we've got that out of the way. Now, now that we're done with the formalities... Let's begin. Hold on, uh, I haven't heard even one of the maladies. Um, calamity. That's a, it, that's it doesn't a match. Shh, shh, shh. Don't look at it too closely. Lamity, it's lamity, like lamity, lamity. There we are. We're done with the formalities. Five. Oh no, I said lamity oh. again. We did the four lamities. You did five. You did six lamities now. Seven. It keeps going up, Mike. What do we do? We're going to be trapped. Okay, <laughs> so today's letter is a M for Mike. Sweet. So I thought today we'd do a themed yeah. episode. Oh, and savory. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. I just picked another flavor at random. Mike just gave me a weird look when I, I said like that. I like to consider myself umami. He is. Um, <laughs> oft misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> Little known and misunderstood and trendy among hipsters. That's me. <laughs> yep. All right. All right. All right. Mean, what are we okay. doing? Uh, so this is a Mike episode I've decided and I came up with the genius idea of interviewing Mike. So this is, this is what we're doing. I'm going to ask him a bunch of questions and he'll answer to the best of his ability. Yep. And I don't know what the questions are except for the first one because she asked me uh, when we did a trial in record a, and a then she recording. laughed really, really, yeah, really loudly it. into the mic. All right. And it just, oh my God, it hurt. Yep. So yep. we started again. All right. So, Hi. all right. The first question is... Where do you see yourself in five years? Oh, you changed the first question. Yeah, I All couldn't right. do it, one that you already had prepared for in, in your head. In five years, how honest should I be? Um, uh, mostly, but feel free to add like 20% entertainment value or something. I in don't know, five years, you. I reckon I'm not living as close to the center of London as I am at the moment. Because at the moment, we're like right in the right in the middle of everything. It's and amazing. There's, and there's tall skyscrapers and stuff around us. And Sick. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's lovely and we have a fantastic view and, and, and I, I do like that. But at the same time, I, I do see myself moving into somewhere where I can have a house rather than an apartment, maybe even owning one. As for whether that is in the UK or Australia back home, I don't know. But, you know, that's, there you go. That's my, my five-year plan is to be somewhere less urban. It's, it's very focused. I like that. It shows yeah. you can... Um I'm going to drop this whole pretending to be a job interviewer thing. I don't want to do it. Yeah, good, because it's not very interesting <laughs> either. Yeah, all right. So, second question, or question one, because that was question zero. All right, question one. Where were you born? I, I was born in a manly hospital. Uh, just to be clear, <laughs> that's not a manly hospital. Um, <laughs> but it was a manly hospital. Oh, I mean, it was It incredible. was really buff. Yeah, I mean, what it, had, it, was, it was pumping iron every day. Um, <laughs> at any rate, no, I was born in, the ho- in a hospital in manly. Uh, which actually was recently demolished, I think, last year. Oh. Um, I know, not a great time to get rid of a hospital, but at any rate. Gee. Um, yeah, yeah. In, uh, in one, of the, one of the famous, the second most famous beach in, in Sydney, Australia. 
There you go. That's the yep. answer. You yep. clearly have nothing to say. On no, the no. I was thinking. I was like, "What's the other beach?" And I thought of Cronulla before I thought oh of Bondi. Oh my god! Or Bondi, as the as oh, the tourists say. Don't. Yeah. Um, Bondi and Melbourne. Ah, oh, you're making me sad. All right. Uh, what's your earliest childhood memory? I really don't know. That makes sense. Like you I, know my mom I don't have all that many childhood then. memories generally, and and I certainly wouldn't be able to put them in any kind of chronological order. Interesting. I have like two, which I remember that they're as far back as I go. Then there's my mom who says things like, I remember stuff from when I was two. And I'm just thinking, I feel like you probably don't. Yeah. I remember, I remember drinking too much milkshake at a park that's, um, what's the beach? Just, just, uh, north of Manly Beach called. I don't remember. I don't know. Uh, Shelly Beach? No, that's the South End. I don't know. Begins with an F. Anyway. At that beach, I had way too much milkshake and and threw up. Oh, that. That's hilarious. This sounds very childhood memory. Gluttony. Love yeah, it. yeah. And I'm still a big fan of milkshakes today. One of my and earliest throwing up. That's oh it. god. One of my uh, earliest memories was being in a preschool and refusing to drink milk, the opposite of yours, <laughs> and then being like as a punishment, I was like taken out of my class and, and put into so little milk a different that you class. Threw down. Yeah, no, no. There was too much milk, so I threw down. I was like, I've had enough of this shit. <laughs> there you go. Very, uh, very similar. Yeah, I was sent to like, this was like a, f- according to my parents, it was like a super fancy preschool. Um, Like, you know, you had to have connections or whatever to get it or something. Mm. Um, it's all right. We did the downgrade when we emigrated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lost all of your fancy yeah. Chinese government connections. Yeah. What connections? For the record, I have no affiliation with this thing. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, oh, yeah. So I was sent to another class as a punishment for not drinking the milk. And I remember we sat in a circle and the teacher had a banana and she was just chopping up the banana to like give a piece to every kid in the circle. And she didn't have a knife, so she used her key to cut the banana. And I remember cool. telling this to my parents and they were just like, that's so unhygienic. <laughs> All right, question three, um, or rather two. I'm not very f- uh, consistent with this indexing. I, the what number would, isn't really the key. What would 12-year-old Mike think of you now? I, I mean, once again, this is really highly dependent on me having childhood memories. All right, 15-year-old Mike, you must remember what you were like in high really, no. Oh, my God, 18. Like, I remember what 18. I did, but I don't remember what I was like. Really? I mean, I was an asshole because I was, you know, much less mature. <laughs> but like I, I don't think I can really get inside the head of a fifteen-year-old Mike. That's interesting. I guess see, because I remember how I used to think and what I was like, but that might be because I kept diaries and blogs and stuff. Whereas I know that's something you never did. Yeah, and, and I think another part of this as well is that I know you know a lot of kids are. Uh, you, you know, like planners, like they have really specific aspirations. Like, oh, I want to become a fireman or yeah. a, or a spaceship or something. <laughs> and um, I I've never really been that kind of person. I I've never really been like, oh, I this is what I want from life. I I kind of just you know, like I I take it as it comes. And I'm like, well, this is what I want for now. And I've never really thought like, oh, I, I've never really had like a major crazy career aspiration or anything. It's more mm. like, well, I, I guess, you know, over the next couple of years, then I could, I could move into this place or something like that. But <laughs> yeah. never, never like, oh, well, I want to make sure that this is the case when I'm 90 or something. Oh, that's very fine in advance. I'm okay. I well, don't or have even plans. like 20 or 30 years in advance. Just, I don't know. Just, I hope I'm happy. Oh. So I, I guess 
assuming that I was similar, which I, I think I was, because I know I didn't really know what I wanted to be. I thought you were going to say, I, thought, I know I never really changed as a person <laughs> when you were a child. No, yeah. I, so I, I guess 15-year-old Mike would, would be happy with it because I'm happy now. Would you think that present-day Mike is really cool with your pink and purple hair? I suppose so, yeah. Nice. Are we I doxing s- my hair now? Doxing your hair? <laughs> Jeez. Maybe I should update the cover art with our new hair. My oh, hair's yeah. still vaguely yeah, it's pink. it's changed. Everything's changed. My, uh, yeah. Oh, this will be pretty easy to change. Yeah. Uh, I remember reading a tweet which was like, um, 12-year-old me would think present-day me was so hot and cool and intimidating and really that's all <laughs> that matters. And I saw I'm like, this is genuinely a thing that makes me feel good about myself. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess 15-year-old me, I, I was probably much less confident than I am now. Yeah, so I guess 15-year-old yeah. me would be pleased with that too. Yeah. That's all right. Cool. All right. What's the next one? All right. The next question is, what's your dream holiday? If you could Ooh. have like, no, okay. Assuming right, right. money's no object. Okay. First, no, fuck it. I was going to do like a realistic one and an, un- okay. Second, if you could do anything, but reality is a constraint. Okay. But not money. There is a hotel in the Maldives, which has an underwater room. There's, there's, a, there's another <laughs> one in, uh. well, there's, there's quite a lot of really, really fancy looking hotels in the Maldives. I've never been to. Well, I was going to say that part of the world, but I've been to India, which is close, but it's not the same. Um, so I, I think probably Maldives would be like my number one at the moment, just partly because, you know, living in the UK, you don't really get much like warm water and, you know, you just don't really get much nice ocean. And so I just want to be surrounded by nice ocean. Um, but yeah, this this underwater room, it's like 30 grand US dollars a night or Oof. something. So it is entirely unfeasible to stay in as a normal not wildly insanely wealthy person but by god it'd be nice so there you go that's my my unrealistic uh dream holiday i know it's very simple but you know relaxing on a beach in the sun is uh is lovely how long would you spend there uh i mean if genuinely i could spend as long as i wanted then like a month or two nice but realistically you know i'd probably do a week or something i mean you know even if i did have the money for a month or two i would probably still spend a week realistically but if if really nothing was an object anyway this is way too long me <laughs> talking about how long i'd spend there Alrighty, a fancy hotel in the maldives yep you know every time that i hear maldives i think of that time henning vane was on like a panel show and he called it the maladives <laughs> that's what i think of every nice. single time that comes up uh okay the next question All is right. um Whoops, I lost my list of questions. (gasps) You'll have to make one up. Uh, From your brain. Oh, no. I don't have one of them. Not since I needed to sell it. Oh, God. So you lost your your heart. My heart is replaced by. No, my heart was always a a soft toy rabbit. Right. My brain is like a group of porcelain ducklings. (laughs) (laughs) It's flecked with paint. Yep. All right. Okay. And some stray pink hair. All right. And and the ducklings say that the next question is... <laughs> the ducklings say that the next question is, um, what's your favorite form of carbs? My favorite form of carbs? Yeah, like potatoes, bread. noodles. Right. Okay. What's your favorite type of bread? Well, this is difficult. I mean, this is like Sophie's choice. How could I possibly <laughs> pick one bread over another? I don't know. I, I'd be tempted to say like a... I don't know. Tiger bread's nice, uh, and and baguettes are lovely, and 
I don't know if croissants count, but they're they're a lovely bread. You know, there's a lot of lovely bread. I'm not You're a bread man. Bread. Yeah, I'm a bread man. Nice. It's I think bread bread is not my favorite carb. I think my favorite carb would have to be like the the vast category of noodles, which could be seen as cheating. And then I'd have no, to sp- no okay, noodles. I mean, no, noodles are bread because bread yeah. is a big bread category. Bread is bread. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, next question. All right. Uh, what is the most embarrassing thing you've done that you're willing to talk about on a podcast? I don't know. I'm not prepared for this. I'm sorry. Mike just doesn't embarrass himself. He's yeah. very confident and doesn't have a sense of shame. Oh, I can think of something. <laughs> um, I, this is, and this is partly due to some confidence. Um, when I was in like sixth grade or something like that. Oh, how that. American of you. What, what am I meant to say? Year yes, six? Yeah. Right. I, I'm not complaining. I just need to. Need anyway, to how old are people in year six? Um, like 10 or 11 or 12. All right. So I was 10 or 11 or 12 or, or maybe in I fifth think 11 or, or 12. fourth grade as well. So maybe younger than that. So somewhere between eight and 12, say. Um, I remember, I, I don't remember why, but for some reason people are getting changed. I assume getting changed into sports clothes or something like that at school. Okay. Um, and everyone was all like really ashamed of other kids seeing them in their undies. Right. And I just thought this was utter bullshit. Like, cause you're just like, they're just short shorts. Yeah. They're like, it's, we see each other in like budgie smuggler swimmers all the time. Like, I hate the term the, budgie smuggler. It's so good, but so horrific. It's a fantastic. <laughs> it's mean speedos. <laughs> the point is that like, there's no fucking difference. Who gives a shit about seeing a friend or a school person or stranger or anyone in there under? You know, you're going to grow up and become an adult and go to like swimming pool change rooms where everyone's just got their bollocks out anyway. Oh. So get used to it. And and so I I think the way that I expressed this, this uh, emotion was by... <laughs> I, I don't know if I said anything about it. Like, I don't know if I said Jesus is not a big deal or anything like that. Right. But I'm quite sure that I did at some point kind of get up and like waltz through the classroom to communicate Wait, that I felt classroom? it. Wait, yeah, the classroom? Yeah, or whatever the room Were was. Were you getting changed in a classroom? Possibly. I mean, I That's... remember it occurring in a classroom, but who knows? You know, this is one of those right. childhood memories. It could be entirely made up. Who okay. knows? You were just like, I'm going to prove how much I don't care about people yeah. seeing me in my underwear. Exactly. Okay. Just That's to be very like, admirable. it doesn't fucking matter. But of course, they all thought that it mattered. Because they're idiots. So there you go. That's that's the wow. most embarrassing thing that I can think of off the top of my head. And that was embarrassing for you, or did you just know that you were meant? No, to no, feel that that was genuinely very Aww. embarrassing because I I think I don't know maybe and and this is really very much me reaching now to kind of add stuff to it that probably was never really there, but maybe there was a part of me that that thought the reaction would be, "Wow, Mike's a hero. He's shown us that all that uh, that this isn't embarrassing after all." Yeah, so you'll be like, that. "I'll show them," and they were just like. Oh, this just this is bad. Yeah, but it turns out that a bunch of ten year olds didn't uh, didn't quite see it that way. Yeah, who would have guessed? Yeah, well, that's on them because you are very a much braver ten year old than I ever was. Yep, yep. Me and my underpants were incredibly brave. <laughs> All right, do we have right. do we have a final question for the the mic episode? Oh, final question. Yeah. This, I feel like this this has put so much pressure. Okay, it's got to be the best question, of course. All right, and the- if it's not, then you're fired, and I'll take over the podcast. Okay. All right. Well, as long as it's not, I that's, feel like any pause. question. Are you thinking? I could... Oh, maybe I kind of want that. No, I wasn't thinking of that. I was me thinking, so much time. how shit would it be if I just asked, "Would you rather fight a hundred duck-sized oh, horses?" Because it's dare. it's so, it's become really hack. At one point, oh, it was fun, and now it's duck-sized hack. horses. 
All right. Um, uh, okay. Next question is uh, last question. What do you like the most about yourself? Oh, wow. You're going deep. Yeah, I'm going deep. Because you said last question. I was like, fuck, it needs to be something I feel like I'm meant meaty. to be exposing my... I was going to oh. say exposing myself. <laughs> I mean, exposing my soul on this podcast. You know when you um, say exposing my soul? I've, I heard it as sore. Like, like a canker sore. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Soul. Um, Boy's soul. What was the question again? Uh, what do you like most about yourself? What do I like most about myself? Or just like list three nice things. No, no, I'm, I'm going to go for one. The most. Um, because I don't want to try and go through the mental effort of, of thinking and ordering and so on and so forth. Oh, three. I wasn't thinking of ordering. I was thinking you could just grab well, a I've bunch. Well, I just thought of one and say so you're getting one. Like a bunch of grapes from a bowl. And and I think that is that I'm I'm quite... I, I'm good at picking up new things. Mm, you yes. know, when, when I'm faced with an unfamiliar challenge, I'm good at kind of navigating it and staying comfortable and 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 not getting overwhelmed and quite good at kind of picking up what needs to be done to do stuff like that. And and I, you know, whether it's like learning, like like I, I did one of those, um, there's a place in the UK called Diggerland, actually, there's a few of them. Um, <laughs> and, and long story short, you get to just drive construction equipment. Um, and and it's a really bloody difficult thing to drive. Like there's a lot of kind of inconsistencies in, in the way that it kind of stops and starts this big bloody digger. Um, it's a, a JCB or something like that. It's like a bobcat, um, not the animal. So many um, words that I'm just like, these are just words to me. I don't know what this it is. It has four wheels and a big scoop. A I know what they are because I've the seen front. the photos from Diggerland. All right. Well, at any rate, four wheels and a big scoop on the front. Not Not one of the like huge ones. You know, you can't fit multiple people in it or anything like that, but it's... it's like the standard construction equipment It'd, it'd help thing. you dig a, a relatively large... No, well, it'd help you move earth off the top, but it won't actually help you dig a hole because the scoop is, you know, oriented to lift things, not to dig things. Anyway, this is much more detail than I was intending to give on what this <laughs> thing is. Um, at any rate, it's it's really, really difficult to drive because, like, you move the stick a tiny bit forward and it doesn't do anything, and then you move it a tiny bit more and then it doesn't do anything, and then you move it a tiny bit more and then it's, like, going... Rah! And so you really need to kind of work out exactly where you want to get this stick. And for that matter, like the, the control interface is, is really awful. I don't remember exactly <laughs> what it was, but just the way that you have to move your hands in order to make this work is it, it requires a lot of kind of mental diving through hoops of like, okay, well, I want to turn around. And so I need to do this and this and this. Was there like a, like a specific task you had to do or do you just do whatever? Yeah, so we were doing like a slalom. So they'd put out some cones and you needed to go like, you know, left just and then right and then and left and then them. right and then turn around and then go all the way back. That was one of them. And, and then there was one that was like a slalom forwards and then just drive backwards back. Ooh. And going backwards in one of those things is a nightmare. They really like, they, 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 they try to veer off course very, very easily. And there are a lot of uh, light crashes between between a lot of contestants. <laughs> um, yeah, really, really challenging to do. And I, I still found it challenging, but I, I did find that out of the 20 or so people there that I was, I was definitely one of the better ones um, at driving a digger. And it's not because I, I'm, I, I had any practice. I think it's just because I'm relatively good at picking up new things. Yeah, I think you are. You're a generally quite capable person who keeps a cool head. 
Yeah. That's nice. So that's my thing. This is why I'm with him. This is just a survival plan, basically. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd, I'd do it. No, I'd do horribly in like a zombie apocalypse. Oh, God. Because I'm yeah, not good at violence. He's so not good at violence. Yeah. Every every now and then, I have these thoughts which are like... If <gasps> we there's should ever, end at 20 minutes. If there's ever like a violent revolution, minutes. yeah, I'm the one who's going to do all the smashing and I can do literally everything else. And as we say at the end of every episode... Chunk. <laughs>